0: It's time for the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Today's show is brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, your hometown plastic surgeon that has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. The Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call at 615-596-2006. and Construction, they have been impacting and investing in people's lives in Rutherford County for nearly three decades, providing quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. And now, from Toots Restaurant in Murfreesboro, please welcome the hosts of the Rutherford County High School Football Show, Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the Rutherford County High School Football Show. My name is Nick Gould, and alongside me is Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale. High school football is starting to heat up around the country. I cannot be more excited to cover some of the best teams in the state right here in Rutherford County. We're here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in the heart of Murfreesboro to keep you up to date on everything you need to know about high school football for all 11 teams here in Rutherford County. Today we'll recap all the games played last Friday, take a look at how those results affect the standings. We also have an exclusive interview with Blackman head coach Matt Kreisky, who will be announcing this week's Player of the Week and previewing next week's matchups. Mine will make picks for all 11 games, finishing up with our selected Rutherford County Game of the Week. Rutherford County Football Show is presented by Webb Aesthetics, your hometown plastic surgeon who has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Riverdale traveled to Germantown in West Tennessee but came up short, 32 to 41. This Riverdale segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Braden Graham threw for 230 yards and three touchdowns. Deshaun Williams had a pick and two touchdowns. Brock Montgomery accounted for a touchdown as well. This game seemed to be all over the place, Tommy.
2: It was a weird trip anyway for Riverdale. Um, of course, it's a long one to Germantown. They had a bus. They had a problem with a bus getting there late. So they had one bus left, and they went with it. And the other bus got there. When, when the bus got there to where they were eating, the power steering went out in the bus. So end of the day one group went on three different buses that day so you know not they weren't late getting there but you know it was just you like things go smoother on a road trip well the game worked out perfect for Riverdale to start it off uh, they um, got it a 17 def- nothing yeah quarter? they got a defensive stop um well no they got a pick six from JoJo jo Smith, and they got a stop, went and scored, got another stop, went and kicked the field goal. They're up 17 nothing at the half. The next thing you know, they're down 28-17 at the half. But they start the second half, go all the way down and score. Anybody's game, but Germantown, a lot of firepower. A lot of people think they're the team from Memphis that's going to come out, at least be in that final eight, if
1: not the um, state championship game this year. Well, nothing else, you know, a type of opponent like Germantown can help prepare Riverdale for what lies ahead. Uh, it,
2: Riverdale's run a pretty good gauntlet thus far. When you talk about, you know, Henry County, Beach, now Germantown, uh, they're going to be ready, certainly, for a uh, region play that begins Friday night. Yeah, they got a big one coming up, don't they? Yeah, they do. They got uh, Rock Bell coming to town. A little revenge in mind. Rockvale got them last year. For the first time, so it's uh, going to be an interesting game out at
1: uh, Riverdale next, this week. That's our Riverdale segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Smyrna played a tough Ravenwood opponent at home last Friday and lost 28 to 6. The Smyrna segment is brought to you by the Yard Sale store, where all items are up to 90% off. DJ Barksdale rushed for 70 yards, and Austin Morris threw for over 100. Ravenwood is solid, as we've seen the last couple of weeks. Really are, um, you know they
2: they reload every year typically, and Smyrna has done that in the past. Um, but you know, Stewarts Creek opening up, obviously a few years back, that that cut into their numbers. You know, when they, I mean, all those kids know one another. I mean, the schools are a mile apart, so I mean, you know, um, you're going to lose players in that. They have not been able to um, replace them this year like they have in years past. But the positive thing, they, they played better um, defensively. Uh, Barksdale's a really good young player. Morse, you know, he's a, he'll find his way. And, you know, we'll talk about this when we look at the standings. That's anybody's region. Yep. I mean, you look, um, in the past, it's pretty much since I can remember Kane Ridge has finished first. And Smyrna has finished second. Well, neither one of them have won a game this <laughs> year. So it, to say it's wide open, I mean it's literally wide open. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I mean Smyrna, you know that division, they can they can make it, turn things around and oh, yeah. can really make their way to the playoffs. You know, they
2: play Laverne this week, and as long as they've been playing, Laverne has only beat them one time. So. all right,
1: well, wide open. That's our Smyrna segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store. Where all items are up to ninety percent off. Laverne traveled to Page High School and could not keep up last Friday. The Wolverines lost 38-7. This Laverne segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. This one seemed to be over before it got started.
2: Page a tough opponent, really. I mean, Laverne, they have scheduled pretty aggressively this year with Siegel. They didn't match up. They just really didn't match up in this game either. But again, you know when you play these type of teams, when you do go back and get in your region, and you you see who you, who's across from you, who you're lining up against, you're like, oh, okay, I can handle this guy. We're yeah, in better shape, you know. So there's there's always a debate: do you schedule aggressively, or do you not because you don't worry about a team losing losing confidence? One thing we're really privy to in this county: we've got some really good football coaches. They do a good job staying positive. It's not a grind to have to get up and go to practice. All these teams go back to work, and Laverne's one of them, you know they've always been able to you know turn the page as they say. I love for them to do it uh, this week, you know you got the big rival game coming up, so I'm a, you know again i i I'm a broken record here, but they're in a region that's
1: anybody's. Both teams coming off a tough loss, hoping to really bounce back and yeah, to take it next much. That's our Laverne segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Blackman took to the road last Friday and beat Summit in an absolute nail biter twenty eight to seven. Or twenty eight to twenty seven. Carter Gregory threw for over three hundred yards and two touchdowns. One was thrown to John Drago, and Kaden Perkins added another one on the ground. We'll be hearing from head coach Matt Kreisky a little bit later, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on this one, Monty.
2: Great team win. You know, Summit and Blackman, they're a lot alike. They're accustomed to winning. Uh, they have both have winning cultures. Um, of course, new coach in Matt coming over this year from Centennial, so he knows that area. And, you know, two—they were two teams needing to win. You know, they're, they're not like they're bad football teams, they're just in a rebuilding mode, and, you know, Coach Christy will tell us about that. You know, they've got a lot of young players. So it was good to see them. You've watched them get a little better each week. And, you know, the first week they played Brentwood. You know, they're a top-ten team in the state. Um, and since then, they've been more than competitive. And, you know, they're scoring right around 28 points a game uh, since that first week. And um, but they, they made... Plays when they had to make them. You know, you talk about you're going to be in games, but do you know how to win a game? And football game, you'll hear coaches say it's hard to win a football game. Well, they're not kidding. You know that game that was anybody's game. Uh, When they had to go make a
1: play, they went and made a play, scored a touchdown, held on to win. Great win for them. Kudos to you, Monty. So you picked last week. You picked Blackman, and you picked 28 to 27. That was the actual result. Yeah, what about that? I need to go to Vegas. (laughs) You seem to know what you're doing around here. You've been doing it for a long time, haven't you? I got lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It happens sometimes, right? Yeah. All right, well, next we got Eagleville. Eagleville traveled to Columwood on Friday for their second region game. Came up short for the second week in a row to 13 to 38. This Eagleville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Brody McLemore had 18 carries for 78 yards and was five for nine passing. Will Becker was 10 for 17 passing with one touchdown. Elijah Ferns had seven catches for 45 yards. On defense, Marshall Spann had eight tackles and Nick Scarlotta counted for five on the day with a bumble recovery. This was a tough region loss for the Eagles. It was and I guess I'm a little surprised
2: uh, at the outcome, uh, the, the margin of victory. The problem is, You know when they play teams like Moore County you know Richland teams around here you kind of got a better gauge I mean I'll be honest with you when you're talking about Collinwood and Wayne County in their own region I mean, those places are on down the road I don't really know a lot about them typically year in and year out other than there have been years that Collinwood has had some some really good teams and uh, they obviously ran into a buzzsaw in that game because I thought Eagle would win that one in a close one. So I was right on the other game. <laughs> I was far from right I mean, on this. You can't one. get them all, you know. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna get them all. But you know, you know, it puts uh, it puts uh, Eagleville in a you know not in a a corner, but they're 0-2 in region play. They certainly don't really can't afford another loss this early. In region play. I mean, they still have um, plenty of good opportunities to um, be in the playoffs picture, uh, but, you know, they really need to turn it around this week.
1: We also have a uh, blast from the past here. Former Eagleville player Trevor Griffin, now a junior at Cumberland University, earned Defensive Player of the Week from the Mid South Conference for his play in an overtime road win over Weber International last week. He had eight tackles and an interception in overtime, which set up the game-winning touchdown. That was his sixth interception of his career and his second-time year in Defensive Player of the Week. Congratulations, Trevor.
2: Yeah, he was a really good player back in the day. Not that long ago, but, you know, they, they come and go, you know, and so it all seems like they're back in the day. But, yeah, he was a really good player out at Riverdale,
1: got his opportunity to go play college ball and making the most of it. Congratulations to him. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back to continue to recap last week's games right here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show.
3: I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both.
0: I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery.
4: We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on, so when he came home we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family.
5: If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the Yard Sale Store. Our locally owned and award-winning store is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, YardSaleStore.com, to see our latest arrivals.
0: When it comes to building or remodeling, you need a builder you can trust. Look no further than Garbison Construction. Voted one of Rutherford County's best builders, we deliver quality every time, from start to finish. As a locally owned company with decades of experience, we're proud to serve Rutherford and surrounding counties. Let us help make your dream a reality. Visit garbisonconstruction.com to learn more.
4: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pests to a friendly voice on the phone when you call. To a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full-encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50-plus different pests, and we'll always have your back.
1: Thanks for sticking with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. PCA is coming off of their first 11-man victory over Mount Julia Christian last week. They traveled to DCA on Friday and just couldn't get the winning streak going. Lions lost 42-3. This PCA segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Little Tennessee. I was hoping they could keep adding to the win column, but they just didn't find a way to get in the end zone. Well, you You
2: look at... The teams PCA had played early. Um, they were able to match up in a, in a lot of regards, even though they lost a couple of them. Uh, they they went into the fourth quarter with an opportunity to win the game. They were within one score, and then last week, you know, they blew Mount Juliet Christian out. DCA is one of the long-standing teams in um, Nashville. You know, you talk about some of the, the powers that. It, Going back years and years, DCA is the one that you mentioned. That was going to be a tough matchup. They're fit, they're big, they're physical, and it's opponent. It's an opponent that uh, PCA was unaccustomed to seeing Is unaccustomed to see. So, you know, I figured it would be a pretty tough night for them, and as was, and that was the case. But I think, you know, there's still other games on their schedule. And that they're going to match up with teams. And, you know, you know this first year, you know, it's going to be a growing and learning experience uh, for PCA. You just don't walk into, you know, the 11-man world of football having played eight-man, and there's a lot of differences. I mean, it's still, the coaches will tell you, it's still blocking and tackling, but um, it's, there's going to be growing veins involved. And, you know, last Friday was
1: Pretty thankful for them, unfortunately. We'll move in the lines and turn things around next week. That is our PCA segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Oakland went back to doing typical Oakland things at home against Antioch. The Patriots shut out uh, Antioch 49-0. This Oakland segment is brought to you by the Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Ashton Jones ran in three touchdowns to get things going for the Patriots. Patrick Freeman threw two, one to Chase Fandy and the other to Dwayne Morris. Later in the game, Craig Tutt ran in two more.
2: What are your thoughts on this one, Monty? Craig Tutt is going to be a really good player. He's a sophomore, and I've always said if, if Oakland's playing sophomores, uh, they're a very special player. So he's going to be a very special player. Oakland's got special players. You know, you lose a football game and everybody loses their mind sometimes. What's wrong with Oakland? <laughs> what's wrong with Oakland they got beat yeah they got beat by another team in another state that has a 1-3 straight championship Oakland's fine um, Oakland you know you can debate whether they're as good as they were or not we don't know that yet um, Whether they're as good as last year the year before or the year before uh, you can debate that all you want but uh, they're gonna at the end of the day they're gonna be around um, We'll, we'll be following them for quite a while on this show this year. So I'm not worried about Oakland at all. Um, they go about their business. They've got really good players. They're exceptionally well coached. and They have a culture. They buy into it. In this day and age where players won't play in time right now, i got to have it right now, they buy their time. You see it every year. When they lose a lot of players, they're replaced by juniors. They've played JV and been backups, so uh, that's why they've been able to continue their run uh, toward a state championship, really, since Coach Creasy got there. and He probably get mad for me saying this, but they haven't lost a district or a region game since he got there, and he's in year eight. Well, don't say
1: don't that now. Don't speak that into existence <laughs> here, Monty. I saw they recovered an onside kick in the first half. I mean, yeah. they were just doing everything that they could to really solidify themselves as winners in that ballgame, you know? And the good thing is, like you said, they, um,
2: you talked about Hewitt playing, and he starts on defense. I mean, Tut, not Hewitt. Um, they um, were done by halftime. Yeah. They started running the clock. All backups in halftime. That's yeah. great. That gives him players. And another thing, you know, they're starting quarterbacks out. Um, Patrick Freeman has stepped in, did, has done a great job. He's a sophomore. And um, that's just going to make him a better player.
3: Because,
2: you know, with a broken collarbone, you never know how long it's going to take. could take a month. could take eight weeks, two
1: months. So might be back for the playoffs but Freeman's really stepped into that role and, and shown yeah. he can handle it you know that's also one of the benefits of you know going up big or you know having all your backups get in and get some time yeah. and, and all that another thing too you know you can tell they're a good team when they shut them out 49 to nothing but they still come back and say well we took too many penalties or you know that they, they find faults in their, in their oh. game and, and ways that they can improve so is never going to say they played a perfect game. <laughs> That is our Oakland segment brought to you by the art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. MTCS just keeps rolling through the opposition week in and week out. They continued their undefeated season at home against Clarksville Academy with a 42-7 margin. This MTCS segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Quarterback Yates Garen, was 2-for-3 for 63 yards and a touchdown, which he threw to Braden Box. Eli Wilson had seven carries for 165 yards and four touchdowns. Gabe Howell had the other score on a 53-yard run. Jackson Hydeville and Brooks Jones led the charge on defense with 12 tackles apiece. MTCS is cruising right along with another win this week. I'm telling
2: you, this is a veteran team. They are a good team, and I can't wait till they them and Friendship Christian play. In the regular season and probably again in the playoffs, um, but they—they are—they're playing at a really high level right now. I mean, you mentioned seven carries, 163 yards, and four touchdowns. I mean, 7 carries, carry—I mean, that's averaging almost 24 yards a carry, and you know, Wilson does it every week. Well, it almost he's definitely like, looks
1: like they didn't have problems getting into the end zone. You know? No, not at all, <laughs> and you know,
2: he's. He's not a Mr. Football finalist in Division Two. I, I don't know what some people will be thinking if he's not. Yeah, football player, but I
1: mean, and, and they only
2: threw three passes. And yeah, didn't, didn't have to. <laughs> really didn't. Yeah, you know. what's getting lost in all this? They're putting up all these offensive numbers. They play good defense. They don't give up a lot of points. And, um, in the past, um, a lot of times they had to outscore people, but. Uh, uh, they're doing it on
1: both sides of the ball. Well, you had MTCS score in 42. I guess you didn't quite think their defense would, would do as much damage as they did. No, I mean, because Clarkville Academy is usually pretty, yeah. Yeah, pretty solid. But they're, they're, like I say, the Cougars, they got it going on this year. Cougars playing well. That's NTCS segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Siegel opened up Region Play for Region 3 against Coffee County. They invited the newcomer of the region to play on their new turf shut them out 21-0. The Siegel segment is brought to you by Garbison Construction. It provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects in Rutherford County. Santel was 10 for, 10 for 18 with 191 yards and 2 touchdowns. He also had 10 carries for 63 yards and the third score. Terry and Grant accounted for three receptions for 86 yards and both touchdowns through the air. Brody Garman and Andrew Ricks led the charge on defense, to count for 13 and 11 tackles respectively. Quentin Groves had an interception and helped Siegel secure a shutout. Not sure if Coffee County knows what they're getting themselves into by joining this region.
2: I think they know. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're, They're probably thinking, why couldn't it have been last year? Last year they had the best team they've ever had down there. Manchester, but you know, you mentioned um, Quentin Grove. That's back to back weeks with a pick six for him and we certainly talk about Thomas Santel a lot and as we should. He he pretty much accounts for most every touchdown they score.
1: Well how'd they only score twenty one points this week, you know? Yeah, I mean a
2: little tougher in region play, you know. But Seagull's defense uh, they've got two shutouts already this year four games. It's hard. This everybody scores points. This day and age, so they have two shutouts, and um, they got some big games coming up. You know, they, they're away. They're they step out of region play um, because they were the only one that played last week in the Murfreesboro region, and uh, so after that, it's all region games for them, and we're really going to see. Um, There's going to be some great games coming up. And how with Siegel? You know,
1: are they a serious contender or not? We'll find out. You know, last months of the year. Yeah, I'm excited for that. The Siegel segment is brought to you by Garbison Construction, who provides quality construction on new construction and residential projects here in Rutherford County. Uh, let's see. Last week's uh, Rutherford County game of the week was Rockville playing at Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek was hoping to keep their undefeated season going, and Rockville is hoping to turn their season around after having some tough, close losses earlier in the year. Coffee County coming into Region 3, Stewart's Creek left to join the other schools in the Smyrna and the Southeast Nashville area. It was a great game, and Rockville came out on top 34 to 26. Let's talk about the Rockets.
2: The Rockets needed this one, but this was a good matchup. I thought it did close. I, I think I did pick Stewart's Creek, um, but Rockville really put some things together offensively. Through the air, um, running the football, uh, they got a pick six on defense, they got another interception on defense, um, and it was, a, it was a great game. It was the game of the week for a reason, and um, both teams really lived up to the billing. you know, Stewart's Creek got a little behind, they were playing catch up, um, but you know, to their credit, you know they've got good playmakers uh, as well and it was just a good high school football game. I thought you know both teams did a lot of good things that they'll uh, look back on that will
1: help them moving forward. Grant Gardner had nearly 100 yards and two touchdowns. kevin Porter scored on a pick six and Hayden Fielder ran one in. Let's see that was our Rockville segment. Brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, May Relief Pest Service, serving all of Middle Tennessee. Stewart Street's looking really strong this year. Their lo- this loss won't have too much impact on the standings. So they still have a good chance of winning that region this year, as we've talked about. Stewart Street segment is brought to you by Michael Wilson, first paying mortgage. Buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, to McCall. Jacob Jones threw a 75 yard touchdown to Devarian Ote, and Kenneth Jordan scored the other two on the ground. What you see on the Red Hawk side of the ball? Well, it was, good,
2: uh, it was good to see Ote back at full strength. You know, he hurt his ankle on uh, the season opener. Of course, the transfer that's come in has done a great job for them as well. They've got playmakers. I mean, they really do. Um, not just one or two, they got several guys that can, um, can do, do damage. Uh, defensively, uh, probably didn't play as well as they have been playing but they're solid on that side of the wall, and, you know, look, both alluded to. I, moving forward and looking at their region, I would put them as a favorite right now.
1: I would too, yeah. They're off to a great start, and, yeah, I mean, this is, this might have been a region game last year, but, you know, with how things have switched up, it, it no longer is, so, you know, moving on, they can, you know, they can definitely tackle that. And them. Smyrna may have something to say about that because,
2: you know, teams down there that play Smyrna, you know, Stewart's Creek, Laverne, they want to beat them so bad, so bad and they're so pumped up. Sometimes they have too much energy that's wasted and then because uh, that energy only lasts so long. Yep. Being pumped up, ready to play, that only lasts so long. And they've had a hard time beating Smyrna. So I, but I would still, uh, Held me to it. I always put smart. I mean, uh, Stewart's Creek is a favorite
1: right now in that region. It's our Stewart's Creek segment brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. Buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County? Give them a call. That wraps up all of our recaps from last week's games. Stick with us as we take a look at the standings, announce this week's Player of the Week, and hear from Blackman head coach Matt Kreisky right after the break.
3: We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both.
4: People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves.
3: About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here.
4: We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy.
2: I'm blessed. Blessed through the blood of Christ, with a beautiful wife and family, to have served in the United States Navy, now serving the great town of Smyrna, and blessed that all of our boys went to Stewart's Creek. I'm Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage with over 20 years experience in mortgage lending. If you're buying your first house or your fifth, refinancing or building your dream home, please call or email me or come see me at the South Lowry branch. It would bless me to assist in financing your dreams. Why the Hawaiian shirt? Closing on your home is a celebration, not a business meeting. Go Hawks!
0: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
1: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
3: It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
5: I thought I could hold my liquor.
4: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call. To a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests. And we'll always have your back.
1: for sticking with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Let's take a look at the standings for the four regions that contain our Rutherford County teams. In Region 3, Siegel is cruising right along with an undefeated record and recording their first region win last week. Rockvale is turning things around and sitting right in the middle of the pack with Riverdale. Blackman got off the goose egg this week with their first win of the season. Bonnie? i tell you what's
2: amazing to me when we do this show next week. We will be halfway through the regular season already. Right. I mean, it flies by. But yeah, this is this is like the, there's three seasons within a season. You might say there's your non-region games, then there, then there's your region games, and then your postseason. So we're really starting the second season uh, this week. Although uh, Siegel did get a leg up last week, uh, but this this is where it gets really fun. I mean, these, these games are really meaningful now.
1: Well, even a team like Blackman, you know, they, they might have just gotten their first win, but that was all non-region play. So, you know, coming up with Oakland this week, if they, if they can do something, I'm not saying they will, but if they could, you know, that can really solidify their spot as, as a top region contender, you know, going into the playoffs and all that. No doubt. If you beat Oakland, you're <laughs> going to be a contender. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, now let's take a look at region five. Antioch technically has the number one spot with the only region win. I really don't see them winning the region this year with a strong Stewart's Creek unit. Smyrna is off to a slow start, but I'm hoping they can turn it around. Laverne is right in the middle of the pack for now, but anything can happen as we move into region play.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you could have somebody with a losing record um, win this region this year. So it's going to be... it's will be tough on the coaches.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's another one. You know, Antioch kind of got off to a, a quick start there with their with their region win, but you know, everybody yeah. else can, can come back into it. They
2: kind of made a statement when they beat Cane Ridge, you know, because as I said, Cane Ridge has had a stranglehold on that region since
1: I can remember. Yeah, and they're probably upset with that, with that defeat last week, but, you know, they know that they're trying to put themselves in a, in a higher standard playing tough teams. So yeah, I mean, they're they're all about the same. Yep. Uh, Eagleville lost their second region game in a row to Collinwood last week, so that puts them in a tough position early on in the season. There's still a lot of football to play and really anything can happen. I would say they'll need to get a couple region wins to at least secure a playoff spot. Uh,
2: no question no question about it. And uh, mentioned earlier, you know, you don't want to get a third one. At, at this early, because uh, that really puts you behind the A ball, so to speak. And this is a this is a different region than it has been in the past. You've got some teams like Richland, Cornersville. Um, and, you know, we saw Collinwood uh, last week. You've got some teams that are that are established. Uh, you've got Cornersville is another team. So uh, year in and year out. Those teams are, are pretty good, and then every year, every other year or so, you'll see a really special team out there. I think Cornersville was a state runner-up two years in a row
1: not so long ago. Well, and Eagleville's got Huntland this week. Huntland's looking to hop off the Goose egg. Eagleville's looking to get their first region win. We'll see what happens. Now, let's go to Division Two. MTCS is sitting on top with Friendship Christian. PCA is old mom, and I'm hoping they'll bounce back. What do you think about this uh, division two region we got? I
2: think it's a two horse race. I think it's Friendship and MTCS. Uh, I'm not sure when they play on down the line, but that will be, it was a good game last year. uh, The year before MTCS won the way their um, playoff brackets work. Friendship and MTCS ended up playing each other again. Um, and Friendship won and went on to play for the state championship. So that's—I that, don't think it'll be the first time. I mean, I don't think it will be the only time that they play one another this sure. year.
1: We'll be taking a look at the standings next week, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of changes as we uh, move into region play. Here, we at Main Street Media believe that these student athletes who give it their all every Friday night for the schools deserve recognition for all their hard work. Monty, who do you have for this week's Rutherford County Player of the Week? Well, I'm trying to spread it out
2: somebody different every week, and um, we talked a lot about MTCS. I think uh, certainly Eli Wilson, um, 163 yards on just seven carries and four touchdowns.
1: I think he would be uh, an excellent pick this week. I think I totally agree with that. I mean, I don't think anybody else scored, scored four touchdowns this week, so... I think he deserves it, and the caliber of football that we're seeing the Cougars play right now definitely definitely deserves that. So, let's move on to our coach interview with Blackman's first head coach, first year head coach, Matt Kreisky.
2: We're pleased now to be joined by Matt Kreisky, the head football coach at Blackman High School. Welcome to the Rutherford County Football Show, Coach, and congratulations on a big win. Friday night, you know, coaches, you hear them say all the time, it's hard to win a football game. Uh, I don't, I think you can say that loud and clear, can't you?
3: Yes, sir. Uh, we've gone through some growing pains, and it was fun to uh, see the kids at the end of the game Friday night celebrating and you know, smiles on their face after all the hard work they put in uh, since we got here in March.
2: Twenty-eight, twenty-seven win. Now, did they score right at the end and miss the extra point? No, they
3: actually went up twenty-seven, twenty-one. You Um, no, uh, and so then we were able to get the ball back and uh drive it down and, and score, and we made our extra point to go up
2: 28-27. All right. Uh, you mentioned, you know, you've been getting, you, you've you seen improvement throughout the early season, not the results you wanted, and as you said, you guys have been going at this, you know, since May, June, and parts of July, and then on into August. It's nice to Kind of see the fruits of the labor, isn't
3: it- yes sir, you know, um you know these kids were're we're, you know my style of of coaching is totally different than uh previous uh, staff no, nothing knock on him i'm just I'm just a different type um you know, we all have our own own ways, and so you know um to see that and see us finally finally get to win, you know it's a relief not only on on the kids but but also myself um they they've been doing everything we've asked them to do um and it's just it's great to see. Um, after all this hard work that they put in. You know, we've had a tough schedule. You look at Brentwood, uh, Stewart's Creek, Ravenwood, and then and, and Summit on Friday night. I
2: was going to say that schedule um, makes it hard for success, particularly early when you, you've you got so many new and young faces playing. A lot of guys that had not really played a whole lot, if any, varsity football.
3: Yes, sir. We had we got one on the offense that got some reps uh last year and excuse me and then we have uh i think it's three on defense so we're you know maybe not doesn't look like young but but we we really are young and talking in experience um but like i've said mentioned before uh, and other shows that you know i don't want to use that as an excuse um it's it's just part of life it is what it is um but what i'm proud of these kids for they've they've kept fighting and wanting to get better each and every week and and you you see it um you know one i think our quarterback carter gregory has done a great job of improving um each and every week um, not getting too down on himself but um you saw it uh friday night with with the game he had he's feeling more comfortable um our offensive lineman we've only had we have one returning starter from there um so those other four guys are starting to feel comfortable feel better about what we're doing offensively and uh you know same with defense the, the guys are feeling more comfortable about what we're doing and, and the calls that we're, that we're making and you can see it by them just flying around to the football?
2: Well, uh we kind of turn a page a little bit this week for for most everybody getting into region play. You've got Oakland, uh just talk about them. What do you got to do uh to be successful against those guys?
3: Well we all know Oakland around here. Um you know it's it's gonna be a tough physical football game. Um we're gonna have to be able to execute on offense. Um, you know, and we we need to uh have, you know, that we don't need to give them too many opportunities, uh, you know, we don't want to our, hurt ourselves uh, to, to give them extra opportunities with, with the football. So if we can, you know, control the ball on offense, move the, move the football down the field and get some points out of it would be great. Defensively, we, we've got to tackle. We've got to wrap up and, and tackle, um, you know, and force them to, uh, you know, punt the ball, get off the field on third downs, um, you know. And so it, doing doing those things, not hurting ourselves will, will help us Friday night.
2: I know. Before we let you go, I'll let you give a shout out to your students and your fan base. I talked to somebody said that y'all really had a big crowd there the other night.
3: Oh, the crowd was absolutely amazing. You know, to see the see the student body travel uh, to Summit uh, in Williams County was great. Um, you know, and even the fans there. You know, we had a great turnout. Um, you know, we, there's this community has great support. This, this community loves uh, high school football. They love Blackman High School, and so. To, to get the support uh, is it, great, and it's, it's fun to see. I know the kids enjoy it. Uh, you know, Mr. Smith, Mr. Lawless, Mr. Tracus, all those administrators do a great job um, in he- help, not only helping us out, but in helping out the you know entire school.
4: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's gonna be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life um, that's from taking care of your pests to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out he's competent he's going to solve the problem for you we're considered a full encompassing service so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back
5: if you're looking for a great deal look no further than the yard sale store our locally owned and award-winning is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection of discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, YardSaleStore.com, to see our latest arrivals.
0: Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike?
3: I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both.
0: I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery.
4: We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on so when he came home we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family.
1: Thanks for joining us here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro as we continue to cover some of the best high school football played in the state right here in Rutherford County. Next up, we have Monty's Picks. Monty is 28-8 on the year and even picked an exact score last week. Let's hear what he has to say this week let let's take a look at Eagleville playing at home for their third region matchup. They're taking on Hutland, who is looking for their first win of the year.
2: I'm going to go with Eagleville. Uh, they're, they're not in desperation or panic mode, but they need this one. Back at home, I think they'll get it pretty easily. Go Eagles. Yes, yeah, go Eagles.
1: Stewart Creek is playing at home in their first region game of the year against Cane Ridge, who lost to Antioch earlier this season. I
2: think Cane Ridge is... is down this year and I think um, Stewart's Creek as we mentioned I think they're probably the favorite to win that region at this point so I'm going to take Stewart's Creek
1: Alright next we have MTCS they're hoping to keep the winning streak going and remain undefeated at home against what and MTCS will do that Uh, they, they should win this game pretty handily Siegel is hoping to keep their winning streak alive and continue their undefeated season on the road against Hendersonville. Good matchup here, um, I think. Both
2: teams can score a lot of points. I think the team that uh, makes some plays defensively will win this. Um, it's the last uh, non-region game for Siegel, and um, even though it's a road game, I'm going to pick Siegel.
1: Uh, so they, they knocked all their non-region games out early, and now it's going to be a, a tough region That's schedule right. coming up. Go Stars. PCA is
2: back at Floyd Stadium this week as they host Grundy County. Grundy County, physical team, always been a physical team. Um, This is a game that DCA, I mean, um, PCA, there's so many CPAs and DCA, (laughs) FRA, I can't keep them. (laughs) PCA, I think this is a game they'll compete in, much like they did the the first two that they did not win, but they have won a game now. So. I'm going to pick Grundy County, but it wouldn't shock me if um, PCA pulled one out. Go Lions.
1: Now we have a big Region 5 matchup where Laverne is playing at Smyrna. Both teams are looking to get off to a good start in the region after suffering you know, tough losses last weekend. Um, big rivalry
2: in terms of proximity. But the, 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 Stan Stevens, a longtime coach at Laverne, he goes, it's not really a rivalry because we haven't done our part. We haven't beaten them. Uh, Laverne's only won one matchup uh, going back to whenever they opened their doors. Um, this is two struggling teams, two teams that need a win,
1: but I'm going to take Smyrna in a close one. You got the Bulldogs this week? We'll go with the Bulldogs. Next, we have a huge Region 3 matchup where Blackman is playing at Oakland. Blackman is coming off their first win of the season. It's hoping to get a winning streak going against a very tough Oakland opponent. Oakland would like to secure their first region victory of the season in hopes of winning the region again this year. Yeah, it was a great win for uh, Blackman
2: last week. Um, Oakland's a different animal. They just are. They're, They're good at every position. They've got depth, great speed, typically do not beat themselves so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with Oakland.
1: I don't blame you.
2: Um, I I'll just tell you this. <laughs> Until somebody beats them, I'm picking them. I don't care <laughs> who they play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have our Rutherford County Game of the Week. The Rutherford County Game of the Week will always be between two of our Rutherford County teams. This week, Rockvale is playing at Riverdale. Rockvale is coming off a big win, and it's hoping to push for a good spot in the region. Riverdale is coming off an out-of-town close loss, and... We'll be looking to bounce back at home. Rockville won last year in this matchup, but who do you have this year?
2: I tell you, this is an interesting game. Um, last year, Rockville won this game. They improved to the four and one. They really had it going, and they started getting injuries, including their quarterback breaking his leg the next week, and they never won another game. But they're healthy. Riverdale's healthy. I think. Um, I think whoever keeps their cool in this game is going to be a factor because as a old coaching friend of mine once said, they don't like one another. They know each other. They don't like one another when they get on the field. I'll put it that way. So you've got to worry about emotions, um, dumb penalties, things like that. I think that's one factor. Um, the other, I think it's who runs the football. We know both these teams can pass it. But at the end of the day, you still got to run the football. Um, so with that in mind, I am going to take Riverdale in a
1: really, really close one. You got the Warriors this week? I'm going with the Warriors. Well, you are hanging out with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. We'll see you again next Tuesday, 10 a.m., here at Tooth Racer.
0: You have been watching the Rutherford County High School Football Show with Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Read this week's Murfreesboro Post for all the latest news about Rutherford County High School Sports. The Rutherford County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Web Aesthetic Classic Surgery and Med Spa, Moxie Pest Control, The Yard Sale Store, Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage, Garbison Construction, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Rutherford County football.